Hello, welcome to the Average at Best podcast. This is Garrett Wade alongside Tanner White and Nick Nold. Howdy. That's Chris White Jr. He drives Volvo's for a living. It is. A little backstory: We're just a bunch of dirt poor farmers from here in Southwest Missouri. We uh, really enjoy drinking Bush Light. Hopefully, they sponsor us before this is all said and done. Tanner's getting beers out of the fridge as we speak. I don't want to be associated with Southwest it is, Missouri. It is God currently eleven forty-five. West in the Central, and you fucking Sunday. know it. Shut the hell up! Fuck you, goddamn Warrensburg living ass fuck. Hey, don't let people know where I live. They'll come burn my house down after the horrible things I tell them. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, don't let your kids listen to this. This will get the E for explicit pretty goddamn quick. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, yeah, episode one. Ain't even posted it yet. Spotify's called us and said, uh, no, that shit ain't going to work. <laughs> Tanner, why don't you start us off with something? Oh. I got called a sinner in the gas station this morning for slapping a 30-rack of bush light up on the counter at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Don't they know we have big shit to do? I honestly had no idea what the fuck to say at that point. <laughs> that lady was like, it's Sunday. Shouldn't you be going to church? It's like, I mean, I'm going to do other things, but you have fun at church. Let me know how it went. Well, I'll tell you, if they didn't want me to buy beer at 9 a.m., they wouldn't start selling beer at 7 a.m. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. You know? That's, you're being awful quiet over there. I'm just trying to figure out what we're doing. We're talking. He's trying to figure out how to make that fucking second gen fire up. <laughs> He's been trying that for over a year now. <laughs> it's going to the shop this week. Is I'm it? gonna need to help loading it. Take it to bowlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a ragged out pile of shit. Yeah. So for everybody listed, this uh, Nick is also Turbo Two Valve on Instagram, TikTok. Snapchat, whatever the hell you want to throw it at. Yeah, he's got a whole shitload of followers, and it's because he's got a ragged out second gen that's lifted. Everybody thinks it's badass, but it's really a fucking pile of shit. As it ran he won't, he won't ever put it in his bio, but for you you union guys might get a kick out of this. He's part of the local cocksucker 69. <laughs> Puts in a lot of overtime. This is the first weekend we've got him off in quite a while. <laughs> you can get him off if you want. You man. did get me off. Wait. That backfired. <laughs> oh, hell. Reggie, why don't you open your fucking mouth over there? Tell I'm these kind sure people what you, what you do. I do the same thing you guys do. I hate cows. I don't know, man. I don't drive around posting on Snapchat all day and bitching. Well. I mean, I do bitching. I just bitch. don't do it with Snapchat. No. You yes, you like actually do. do. Yeah, you do. You growing another chin over there? <laughs> Working on it. Yeah. Good job, Dewey. Yep, trying to be like Dewey. Oh, shit. Well, I am a professional pimp. It has uh, taken me quite a while to get to this status. I'm currently running 29 different hoes. Uh, I'll leave my number at the end of this if you want to get a hold of me. I may or may not be in jail by that time. Uh, For driving an illegal illegal Volvo down Me and my bottom bitch got into it this week. (laughs) Why the hell is Beast problem? Oh, fuck. I don't know. She's perfectly fine. Oh. Fun fact, Tanner gets married here in like a month and a half. I'm not going to be able to make that. I'm not either. Speaking of that, did you bring my daughter to Two-thirds of your family's in this son of a bitch. You've got to be there. Uh, no, I did not. We're just going to wing it. Oh. 
like we usually do. <laughs> Rachel, Always Rachel works out. Rachel, this morning she said, "Is Tanner bringing Lincoln's dress?" I said, "I told him to last week," and she said, "Did you text him and remind him this morning?" No. I remembered it about seven o'clock last night, and I should have just went and put the damn thing in the truck when I remembered it. But you, but didn't. I did not. <laughs> no. Drop the ball there, homie. Yep. Huh. Pretty good at that. Well, what's uh, what's planting season look like? Wet right now. <laughs> it's moisty, boy. I actually, on the way down here, I was crossing the bridge. I was like, fucking lake looks like it's back to normal. Mm-hmm. I look at it. Fuck, it's two foot high. Yeah, it's over full. Yeah. They're letting water out like crazy right now. Out of Truman, anyway. Well, I wish they wouldn't. I mean, they need to, but, you know, uh, snagging season opens Tuesday. Yeah, they're going to try to get rid of as much water as they can right now before the holidays start coming up. You know, Memorial Weekend and all that good shit. They're going to try to keep it about normal so they got plenty of water in the lakes for the tourists. Well. Which wouldn't hurt my feelings. Hell, crappie fishing was good till this last snowstorm here. And, well, well you, know how, you know how snagging always works out. We go for about the first week. We go opening week. And then we go the next weekend and we're like, this fucking sucks. Snagged out. Oh, yeah. We go about 10 minutes and then we start pulling the bows up off the bottom of the boat and start bow fishing all day. Well, that or just... If we go on the bank, how we stand around and bullshit and drink beer, you might throw three or four times and you start drinking beer again, and it might be an hour before you start fishing. But, I don't know. It is uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Still waiting on some input from Reginald over here. I don't do snagging. I can't buy a fishing license anymore. No, you don't. You Why just... can't you buy a fishing license? Is it that you can or you won't? <laughs> I won't say anything on that. <laughs> well, we, uh... Well, we figured that one out. I bought a fishing license uh, five minutes before I pulled the fish up off the bridge over at Martinville. That was a pretty good day. That was a big-ass fish. That's probably the biggest one I've ever seen killed bow fishing. That is, that's the biggest one I've ever pulled up with an arrow. That was a big fish. That was, I actually, uh, I went and, I bought the license because I wanted to turn the fish in. Uh, it come up eight inches shy and three pounds shy of state record. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was, hell, that was like 9.30 at night. Just before dark. That was late. Yeah, that was, I don't know where it would rate in the book of state record fish, but it's eight inches shy and three pounds short. You can't tell me that's not going to be top ten. Well, it's got to be, I would think. Possibly top five. I doubt it. You're not top five in anything other than Dick Suckers Anonymous. No, I'm top five in being a piece of shit. You got that right. Well, what uh, what's the cattle situation look like, Nick? Not too bad since it kind of warmed up here. Yeah, wet's pretty pretty wet, a little muddy. Yeah, did you get Eric's truck buried this morning? I have not been stuck in that yet. Did you guys get full of dry fixed on that? Works when it's warm. If it's cold out, it uh, doesn't want to work. Well, how are how are them dodges? Are they vacuum? Yeah. Are they? They're just like a Ford. Then it's already patched with. Shrink tube shit. And... See, if you guys had electric actuator motors, yeah, our chain elect- driven transfer case, our electric motors would be fucking froze up and they you wouldn't work in either. I've never had a four wheel drive issue out of Chevrolet pickup. The only fucking issue I've ever had was the linkage got bent and you had to climb under there every now and then and beat it with a hammer. The best vehicle you own is an 88 Nissan Pathfinder. <laughs> Oh Arguably, God. it is the best vehicle 
It has never gotten stuck, but it has let me down twice. Yeah, I, I take that back. Stuck. Me and Nick have had it stuck before. I've never had it stuck. Whenever I've, I've, had had it, I've been me and Nick pushing had mud with the bumper and yet to have it stuck. Yeah, that's when me and Nick had it buried for about, we pushed mud for about 40 feet in the middle of the pasture. And I could have kicked your ass for three days straight after I was in there wiring the fucking door wires back together. <laughs> so a little backstory on that Nissan Pathfinder. I owned it before, sold it to Tanner, but one day me and Nick got drunk, got the good idea to cut the wires for we the windows. We were not driving. We were not driving, just drunk in the garage, and we thought we'd take the doors off of it like a Jeep. So instead of, you know, like cutting them one wire at a time and spli- or putting like a, like a spade connector on them to plug them back in, we just cut the wires with a pair of dikes and said to hell with it, pulled the doors off, and now Tanner owns it. He has since that, then yeah. fixed that. And well, I had a gigantic brain shark in the middle of that. I has done nothing but bitch about it since. I have not. I've just been fixing the shit that you fucked up or neglected. <laughs> neglected is more the case than fucked up. So I had a massive brain shark in the middle of wiring and fucking doors back together. Uh, I went in there and I took the big wires because I didn't care about the locks, the mirrors, shit like that, or the fucking door speakers. I just wanted the windows to roll up and down. So I went and took two big wires. It was a window motor. Put spade connectors on them, hooked them together. Could not fucking figure out why the hell I was blowing fuses. I put put the same color back to the same color. And I was in the middle of working on like three months prior. I gave up trying to fix the damn windows. Just said, fuck it, I'll park it under the shed. Every time it rains, won't worry about the windows being down. Ain't no cats out here. Ain't no coons gonna climb in there and shit. It might. Possible. So I mean, it finally got to winter, and I wanted to drive it around. I was like, I guess I'll fix the goddamn windows. I pull the door open, and I look, and I finally realized why the fuck I was blowing fuses. Those two fucking spade connectors were hooked together. They're just touching each other. I didn't tape them. So every time I'd hit the switch, it'd pop the goddamn fuse. And I was like, you fucking idiot. You spent three months with the fucking windows not working because you couldn't figure out how to tape the goddamn spade Because you're too damn dumb, you're just grounding them out. I tell you what happened. I was probably in a hurry and trying to dig the hammer out of the wall that I threw. I don't know why I would have been using a hammer, but that's usually what happens. Tools just get flung across the fucking shop. My grandpa used to say, "If at first you don't succeed, get a bigger hammer." That's right. I don't know what a hammer's going to do for helping you fix a window, but goddamn, I got it. Well, if the window's broken, you don't have to fix it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I just pull the tape off the glad trash bag and <laughs> let right. the window down like a race net. <laughs> Oh, hell. What are you doing over there? I am trying to figure this out. You keep poking buttons on a damn computer, and we're trying to bullshit, and it's not, uh, you're not contributing here, Nick. Speaking of that, you still owe me $111. Yeah. I don't have any money. Imagine that. Better call Dale Brisby and borrow it, seeing how you paid him 45 for that goddamn hoodie. (laughs) And got dicked on that deal. Oh, it was probably 35 at the time. Well, in this economy, it's 45. It's probably 75 now. Well, you're still overpaid by 25, so. Yeah, so. Uh, through the rumor mill, and I guess rumor mill, emails from brokers and whatnot. Uh, I've seen it. Uh, Tuesday night at midnight, diesel fuel is supposed to drop 70 cents. God, I hope. I fucking hope. I'm tired of $5 diesel. Fuel. I can't afford to feed my damn cows at $5 diesel. Yep, so. Uh, backstory on me. Uh. Short of, short of farming for a living, uh, I run a trucking company. I got two trucks, tractor, and hopper, and then I got a dump truck, and that dump truck's usually what stays busy. 
Yeah, the old red truck don't make you too no, much money. No, but every now and then I get to. That's what I started, and it was the first one I bought. And uh, every now and then I just like to you know, go out on the road for a week straight. Fucking head out. Well, that's held. Was that two weeks ago? You ran Poplar Bluff every day? Yeah, 14 hour drive, which really surprised the shit out of me. I didn't realize Poplar Bluff was that far away. You can drive five and a half hours without leaving the state. Yeah. Uh, I told, I looked at it on a map. I could be in the middle of Nebraska. I could be to David City, Nebraska, and back faster than I could be to Poplar Bluff, Nebraska. No shit. Yeah. That's miserable. And when I went up there and got that trailer, it was. Ten and a half hours round trip. That was with stopping for dinner. Is that when you went and picked up your Timpty? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, next time I order another one, I'll just have them bring it down here. That it's like saved me $1,000 going and getting it, but. So I thought it was like 500 bucks to have them deliver it. It might be now. At that time, it was. It saved me $1,000 to go further and get it. Right. But $1,000, $1,000, but Jesus Christ, that was a shitty drive. Thousand dollars. He says a thousand dollars, but he also says he's not gay. But twenty dollars is twenty dollars. I don't know, man. If that if she's got nice enough boobs, I can get over that dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just put a bag and maybe tuck that shit under right quick. Get a band aid and stick over it. Yeah. Actually, I'll have committed murder by letting that creature bleed out after I take a pair of hedge clippers to it. <laughs> All right, well, I guess <laughs> enough on Tanner for a moment. A little backstory: I've uh, I got some cows. I run some cows with my dad, and I work for another guy. I farm about three thousand acres here in Southwest Missouri. Um, these two douchebags on this podcast are legitimately my best friends in the whole world, and I hate both of them with every ounce of my being. But they are always interested in doing dumb shit like this with me, so I guess I got to keep them around. Tanner, you're out of beer. I grabbed two of them. That was Nick's drinking one. <laughs> oh, you douchebag! I need one while you're up. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Shy. Our uh, trusty beer bitch over here is yeah. Reggie's future bride. Reggie's future bride. That's right. Won't be long now. Hell, he's next to take the plunge. I think. No, I'm still waiting on Nate. Yes. You're gonna be waiting. A you're long gonna be waiting time. a long damn time. She go up and leave your ass after it's been ten years. She have a ring. Yeah, ain't no shit. If she's Stay smart, by. she'd get out right now. Uh, Nick, give us your backstory. Oh, hell. What all have you done since you graduated high school? I've made uh, mm, holsters. Not real sure what you call them. Crossbreed holsters. Republic, Missouri. Now maybe in Springfield, but... Uh, Custom holsters, got all the cool shit. Guns before they were out, we got them. Got to play with those. Quit that, come back, made saddle pads, Murek. That was pretty fun. If you don't get off your man period, you're going to have to wear a saddle pad in your fucking pants. Yeah, I know. So shit. I'm still kind of hungover, so. Um, and then. Like you're ready to walk out in front of a fucking train. Yeah, I know, probably. Should, but. Well, it is Sunday. The Sunday weekend train ought to be. We headed to Montrose, headed to Montrose, drive off some rail cars. I'll be headed out. It comes in on Saturdays. Does it? Yeah, it comes in on Saturdays, then it rolls out on Sundays. Hmm. If it don't leave Saturday night. Anywho, back to Reggie. Quit that and went back and started farming with the family. And how do you like that? It's great. (laughs) Is it? How do you like your trusty sidekick? 
Yeah, how do you like old Spud Claw? <sighs> well, I don't get to see him very often unless we're harvesting, so... That's... That's that stupid good. son of a bitch still tells me he can get out of fucking the 80 going north with Wesley's truck. He tried that. He tried that, put it in the ditch. Yeah. I told him fucking Stanley had better luck coming out of there with the Pete and that fucking big long bastard coming out of there than Parker did. Stanley got him truck driver. Parker's a fucking retard. Stanley don't Grandpa appreciate said, no truck driver, though. <laughs> no, he call and yell when you drive past his house. <laughs> Just when he thinks he you're driving for Dennis. I told him I knew who you were, but he didn't give a shit. He wants to come burn your house down. I bet he does. I'll give him the address. All I did was drive on a state highway at a reasonable speed. I don't believe that part. How reasonable are we talking? I don't know. What's the speed limit around here, Reggie? 45? 45. Oh, shit. No, it's 55. Is it 55? Yeah, most highways are 55. We, we might have been going a little over that. <laughs> I think I come past Stanley's house at about 70. Yeah, giving her the <laughs> Giving her the fucking... Oh, hell. Well, so the basis of this podcast is going to range anywhere from just sitting here drinking beers, insulting each other, to something minorly important like, oh, tractor pulling. That's pretty important. I like that part of it. It is. Uh, you know, coyote hunting, duck hunting, when maybe we have Skidmark here to tell us how to do it, the godfather of all duck hunting. If Skidmark would kill one duck every year, I would give him some credit. No, he's... He's not. He didn't kill a fucking thing this year, but goddamn, that's all he wanted to talk about. <laughs> it's, he, he's ate up on that goose hunting, and I don't think he killed... I think he did kill, like, three geese one day, which was the limit of Canadians that day, but I think it was, like, Christmas morning or some shit. Him and his dad went to a farm pond, and they did end up killing a limit, but... For as much as that kid spent on it. If he killed one duck or goose on his own this year, I killed a 30 rack for it. Well, you did that. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean. I killed. Maybe you don't know what I mean. Maybe. I killed 15 30 racks for each fucking goose he killed in the past two days. And I'm not dead, so. You think so? You might be by the end of this podcast. Actually, you might be dead by the time we get done riding today. Could be. Moral of the story is he sucks at fucking hunting. <laughs> I love him to death. He talks big shit, but he's yeah. not—he's not doing bad shit. He's—he's he's not out there doing gang shit. <sighs> what was that? Do you want to apologize for that one, or at least say excuse me? I uh, definitely don't want to do that. Damn, rude as hell. Just he is a rude In here burping and everybody here. All four people listening to this motherfucker. I burped last night. Three of them for us. A little bit. When the other one's Cheyenne. Yeah. Nobody's going to listen to this. I don't if care. If there is, I hope they text me. I'll even give them my personal number. <laughs> I will too. We do have an email. If you guys, if somebody does wind up fucking up and listening to this, if you guys want to send us questions or something to answer, we, we can do that. And it is aabestpodcast uh, at gmail.com. Send us your questions. We'll answer them if we get the chance. Or if we don't like the question, we'll probably just say fuck it and not answer that either. So I will even give you the shittiest life advice you've ever heard in your life. Why don't you just give me a piece of shitty life advice? All right, ask me a question. I'll answer it. What are you going to do when your wife starts bitching? Well, that's pretty easy. I'm going to get up off the couch. I'm going to walk out of the fucking house and I'm going to go to the shop. And then what? 
I don't know. I'll probably just sit out there and drink beer and listen to music. Oh. Or I'll work on whatever broken piece of shit I got pulled in there. You got though. plenty of those. Yeah. What do you... Okay, I got another one for you. Your kid's potty trained, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, we finally got him. Got that done? Yeah. Mine's not there yet. Anywho, what are you going to do when your kid gets pissed off, he comes home drunk as shit in high school, and he just plops a big old fat turd right in the middle of your <laughs> living room floor? Well, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I am going to call Con Man's dad, <laughs> have him come over and pick it up, because apparently he's pretty good at cleaning up his drunk son's messes. So I don't know why he couldn't get mine either. That is a very good... I, I'd go for that. That's a good piece of life advice. That's not shitty life advice, Terry. That's good. No, that's solid advice. I don't have to touch the turd. <laughs> Connor got to tell his dad what to do. Why can't you? I'm not going to call Chris at 3 o'clock in the morning and say, Hey, come pick his fucking turd up. Why not? Because he'll probably just fucking laugh at me and then hang Probably take your Peterbilt away. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that. It's a Volvo. <laughs> Taking the, taking the Volvo away. So, how long before you rebuild the engine on that 9200? Mmm, shit, I don't know. It's got 6,800 hours on it now. Of course, we bought it when it just had 6,000. I put 800 hours on it, farming and scraping with it last year. In less than a year. Less than a year. Uh... It runs fine. It uh, it had a little bit of an issue there late last fall, I guess it was. Well, not even late summer, early fall. It uh, fired up, and it's everything sounded normal. You'd run it up 2,200 RPM, take off. As soon as you set it down to start scraping and give it any kind of load at all, it uh, you know, it fluctuated, dropped. 1500, 1800, just keep doing that. So you, Did you put a set of fuel filters on it? Yeah, I put a set of fuel filters on it. That fixed it. You know, I I did not think in 200 hours time I could eat up a set of fuel filters, but oh, I yeah. guess when you're really running the shit out of it, you can. You know, I try to change them every 300 hours. You know, they call for, they say 250 hours, but you can get that other 50 hours out of a fuel filter pretty easily if you're running decent fuel through it. Yeah, well, it's even there at the farm. Hell, we don't change ours, but every 300 or so, you know. That tractor, I tell you what, is the most, it is the most maintained tractor we own, just because we're not just farming with it. We're out there well, moving yeah. dirt with it, too. Clearly, I mean, uh, your, your newer 6140, your dad's trashed the front end on already. Yeah. Can't I couldn't tell you the last time we changed the oil to 4440. I Actually, I can. It was when we put a motor in it four years ago. Well, yeah, but it's fucked in tractors. No. Tough some bitches. Yeah, they'll run forever. Uh, tell Stanley I got one for sale. He does not need another one of those. I'll tell Stanley he'll buy it. Uh, John Deere 4440, I will go on record right now, is the biggest fucking pile of shit John Deere ever made. And I will go to my grave saying that, and I will fight anyone that fucking disagrees. I agree. They, a, the 50 and 55 series. A 30 series, a 40 series, and a 50 series are the biggest piles of fuck ever uh, made. I'll disagree. Once you get into a 55, they're okay again. I'll disagree. Then 30 series were good tractors. Then 30 series were good tractors. I don't like in 30 series. Because they're even... What the hell's Jay? 4440. 4440. 
Yeah, that I thing's got, a piece of shit. I got a 4440 for sale. If anybody wants to get a hold of me, it's going to be for sale. I'll put a fresh cab kit in it for you, too. It's not going to come with duels because they're on the other tractor. You going to install that cab kit, too? I'll even fucking put it in for it. By God. I'll buy a cab kit. I'll put it in. Uh, that tractor had 6,800 original hours on it when a motor blowed up. And... I think the hour meter says seventy five hundred. Now I'm not I'm not a hundred percent. So you put less than a thousand hours on the rebuild. Yeah, but we put shit. We bought that tractor from old man that bought it new with. I think it was a little over three thousand hours on. We bought that tractor in two thousand twelve. It sat most of its life. And when it has, and we bought it with three thousand original hours on it, and it's got seventy five hundred on it now, plus a motor. Trains has never been run through. It got a clutch when we split it to put the motor in it. Just put PTO in it? No. Haven't done that either. My tractor only runs the PTO once a year, and that's just a, I say once a year, just three months out of the year. It, it mows hay anymore is all it does. I didn't know if you guys run an auger with it or what. I'll run an auger with it uh, if I'm at my house. If i got to go across the highway or any distance, I'll take that 140. Yeah. I don't. I'm fighting wedge issues with that tractor right now. I got to put a new set of wedges in it. I put a new set in the passenger side last year because uh, they wore down or bolts backed off or something, and a fucking axle started walking out. I didn't realize that we found hard telling how long these inside wedges have been jumped because we found this issue out after we pulled the fucking dual hubs off of it. Yeah, they started walking out, and then. I put a wedge in, fixed it, and now the other side's doing it. So I got to put one more wedge in. Yeah. I'll buy a cab kit, put the son of a bitch in. It's for sale. Shoot me an offer. Come I know what I want for it, but if you shoot me a reasonably close enough offer, Ten I'll grand. take it. I'll even fix the fuel leak if you want. I don't want it. It's got one small fuel leak on it. And it's not out of the bottom of that tank like they all are. So how many dollars do you want for this thing, Mitch? Hell, I might be interested. In today's market, it's going to take 20 You're really probably not far off. I give 18 with five. A, I figure with a brand new cab kit, two new front tires, two rear Firestones. Well, at least they are fucking about, good years. That are about 50 60%. That's a $20,000 tractor. Well, that's... Eight-speed power shift. It's not a quarter range. Yep. My 4430 that I bought last year... With the power shift, new mm -hmm. rubber, all the way around it, and a loader, and a de I mean the cab's pretty decent on it. Air heat, both all it works, and I give eighteen five for it last year. Well, air and heat work in this. I take that back. The heat does not work, and I have no idea why. But I also haven't investigated into it too far. Did you turn the valve? I turned the valves <laughs> on. Uh, there's it's not leaking coolant. So, the only thing that I can assume... The is coolant's that, in the oil pan. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can assume is that the coolant's not making it to the heater core somehow or another, whether there be a blockage or when we split the tractor and put everything back together, we didn't do it right. Well, that's very possible. Which could be. Did you split it yourself? No, we didn't oh. split it. We had a guy We had a guy do it, but we were, we were like, don't worry about anything else. Just get the motor put in, get the clutch put in, put it back together. We got to have it back. Well, say at that point, that was your main tractor. Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, it actually. wasn't? No, this was, we put a motor in it in 
16 or 17. Oh, so you had your 7810. Yeah, we had 7810 in, and I t that has been the best goddamn tractor. They're pretty tough. That we've had. I will, uh, I will say they are too overhyped. Oh, they are. They are a good tractor, but they are not to the quality that you know, everybody, everybody thinks they're God's gift. Is anymore, anymore, I'm hearing people start to compare them to a 4020, and I just laugh at them because one, a 4020 is a fucking pile of shit, too. Yep. And that's coming from a deer guy. 4020 is the biggest piece of fucking shit you've ever seen. Yep. Uh, they're a good all-around tractor, but they're not that great. Well, hell, you pulled your planter with it for years. Yeah, I pulled that big planter with it for three, four years until we got that 140 last year. You're pulling your planter now with less horsepower. But more weight. More weight. And since, since I started doing that, I will argue to anybody now. You don't need horsepower, you need weight. Because I can pull that 1223 better with 40 less horse and almost double the weight than I can with 40 well, more horse. That's, that's why Jeff, when Jeff orders a tractor, it's got a full rack on the front, it's got wheel weights, dueled up. Yeah. And he says, I'm either going to sink to the bottom or I'm going to have enough looking weight to do whatever I want. Yeah. And it's it, that has come full circle that has been 100% truthful so far. Yeah. The only time we've had a tractor stuck and the tractor wasn't stuck was when I buried the fucking planter in the waterway. The tractor wasn't stuck. If I'd unhooked the fucking planter from it, I drove tractor out. I buried that planter three times in one year. You can get a dozer pull that somebody yeah. out. Well, that was the only thing I had. Mom and dad were out on vacation somewhere, so dad wasn't going to help me pull it out. Right. I don't know where the hell my brother was that day. College. It was my house. And... I had to call a buddy. I was like, "Look, I just need you to drive over here and sit in this tractor. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up there and track the dozer down here and hook it up and drag it out." And I had that was like, I planted through half of that before I figured out that was a five acre wet spot. So was that down in that bottom? It was down where then both them hills meet and yeah. hit, hit that bottom right there at the I mouth of that creek. That had never been wet ever until that year. So well, I don't know what the hell caused that, but I guess that was. Uh, Shit, that'd have been twenty. So that was a couple years year after we flooded out real bad. But you know, you also got to remember, after two thousand twelve, had a big drought. After that, hell, we really didn't have moisture to speak of. I mean, we had plenty of moisture to grow a crop, but it never did get wet. So all them seeps dried up. Well, now we've had plenty of moisture. Them seeps are seeps again, and they're yeah, they're wet. All them old ponds, well, all that bullshit that nobody cleaned out before they filled them in, they're back to being an old fucking silted pond. I bought my house and started farming that place in 18, and when we got it, it had, I ain't shitting you, seven fucking ponds on it. And I went out there, I went out there the first summer we got it, before we put a crop on it, and I went out there, and I cut the dam on every single pond. I left one, because it's septic system to my house. Don't tell the it's, county. It's not the county. I'll give a fuck. It was there before inspections was there. It was a. Uh, I cut every single pond, let them dry, farm that year around the ponds, and then the next year I pushed every single pond in. So I should have known that maybe that ditch was going to be wet. So did you push the silt out of them first? You don't push the silt out of them. Bullshit. If you let them dry up, you don't have to. Nope. I'll always push the silt out. Of them. I ain't pushing the silt out. I've pushed in. I don't know how many goddamn ponds in my life. I buried a sprayer in one one time that I didn't know was there. It well, was pushed yeah, in before you I might bury a little narrow-tired sprayer. I had fatties there. on it. Well, 
I don't know what to tell you because any dozer guy is going to tell you, why the fuck would we push the silt out? Where the fuck are we going to put it? Right back on top? Right on top. It'll dry. Yeah. You spread it thin, it'll dry out. If you push your solid, take that solid dirt out of the dam, cut it, throw it over the top, you're going to see where that pond was from now on, but you're never going to worry about it again. Build uh, terraces around it, lay some tile. That's the problem. The right, way to do, the right way to push a pond in, if you're actually going to spend the time, spend the money, do it right, never worry about it again. Push the dam in over it, get it back, go in there and lay some tile, set some risers, and put some terraces through there. Because the pond was there because it's catching the ditch that it's washing out. So, well, if, but if see, you, push you, the pond you also got to think, you also gotta think 60 years ago when they built that pond, they didn't think about that fucking ditch being cut. 60 years ago, they built that fucking pond with horses and slips. Yeah, and 60 years ago, that guy that pond, 60 years ago, that fucking pond was to water cattle. You, you got to think about how much grass has been broken out Actually, here lately. I can tell you that one was not to water cattle. So, I can't remember the name of this website now. I think it was Ancient Aerials or something like that. You can get online... Type in an address and look at satellite pictures from of that of spot that all the way back to 1952. Really? I mean, it, I'm sure it was probably a little bit earlier than that, but it was probably drawings because well, I have no idea. That's I have no idea how the fuck they took aerial pictures in 1952. With a fucking Polaroid and a helicopter. They were still working. <laughs> no, these were satellite images. They were really? still working on fucking Apollo back then. They weren't worried about taking fucking pictures. They were worried about beating the Russians to fucking outer space. <laughs> Uh, and now the Ukraine's fucking feuding with the Russians. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you could get pictures at least of my house all the way back to '52. Yeah. What was that? That hill was actually farmed. Website. I think it was called Ancient Aerials. I can't remember. He don't, he's over here keistering fucking bushlight fish cans. He I looked at it like three nothing. weeks ago. I'd have to find it again. Uh, well, if you wouldn't watch so much porn on your phone, you could fucking look back at your history. Son of a bitch is slow now. <laughs> but you can look at it, and I thought it was cool. That hill around that pond was actually being farmed. Yeah. At that time. Huh. But. Well. And then I looked at Dad's place. After that, it's yeah, historic aerials. Yeah, it's Nick's looking at that right now. I looked at Dad's place, and when we when Dad bought his farm, where he lives now, he bought that in two thousand. That original one hundred and sixty was one hundred forty. No, the original twenty. Oh, no, oh, it was fuck. forty. Sorry, it was forty. I thought he had that whole one hundred and sixty. No, we just got, he's got 80 that he owned for years. That was all he had. And then we bought 150 there last year. Oh. So I this thought, he, I thought he where his big, house is would be what I'd call the original 40. I thought he had a whole big chunk here in his house. No. No, there's just, well, for, for hundreds and hundreds of years, we had to abstract off the farm that he lives on and farm cross tracks. The only time. Those two 40s were split up was for about four years when he didn't own them both. Right. From all recorded history was the only time those two were ever split up. And now he owns it all. Yeah. But I got to look at it. In 1952, you could see all the trees and just the hills on his farm. And then you went to 1958 where his pawns are. 
Well, there there was two ponds right next to each other. One just drained in the other. One was a mud hole. Those were fucking rock quarries. Really? Yeah. It's all reclaimed dirt then. It's all reclaimed dirt, and they just pushed it in and built them ponds. I would have never known they were rock quarries, ever, until I found that. I'll be damned. Because you couldn't tell. I mean, in 2012, I think, he pushed... He pushed the dam out of the top pond and cleaned them both out and made one big pond. And you would have never known there was any rock there. I'll be damned. It was wild. I was like, what the fuck is that? I mean, there's pictures. You could see trucks, a little house, and a, just a bunch of white. Of course, it, was a, it wasn't a black and white photo. It was more like gray and white, kind of brownish. I mean, you could tell that it was. they tried to color it, but it right. wasn't colored very well. Well, that's, you know that big rock there at the end of Jeff's driveway? There's mailbox. Mm-hmm. He picked it up with a tractor and loader and carried that some bitch home because Amy wanted it for the end of the driveway. And it come off that reclaimed farm right there on 18 next to Wilson's. But it, uh, it, it that farm was old coal mines that Peabody used to have. And when Jeff brought it home, he said that uh, he drove home slower than shit because the ass end of the tractor was teetering off the ground. That rock's so damn heavy. Yeah, I believe it. There's a, lot, there's a lot of that old reclaimed ground around, though. A lot of old mine ground that Peabody owned or coal owned or whoever, you know. Who who was the mining company up around you back then? I have no you idea. Know? Couldn't tell you. Uh, I know. I don't know when John Hilty bought it, but the origin, the old rock quarry that I remember, anyways. Uh, See, John didn't actually buy it. Stan bought it and handed it down to the Well, boys. yeah, handed it down to uh, the old Keystone quarry up there just south of town. I mean... Almost touching the city limits. Yeah, was before me, and that was that was the one right before Hilties. Oh yeah, but I don't know. Often there used to be three or four rock quarries over there towards Centerview. Uh, there's still, I mean, it's not a quarry anymore. Some guy lives there. Uh, actually, converted the old scale house into his house. No shit. Uh, you can tell it's a rock quarry. It's just rock, rock and high wall straight down. Yeah. For, you know, hell, you worked at Sedalia. I'd say it was yeah the original, the old hole that was there before they dug the second one. When we both still worked there, yeah. Uh, when you come down the ramp and got to the plant, it was probably from the plant straight west, yeah, through the center of the plant, and then back to the back to the back south, south high wall, yeah. It's so it wasn't big. a huge pit, it, it but was, it was big enough for way back then. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. It was a big old hole. Boy, that's the one job I don't miss. Yeah. I, I do not miss it. Snow Road one bit. I like going in there and talking to all them guys. There's a few of them still work here that was there when I was there. Except but. for Squeak. Yeah. Yeah. He's a regional guy or some shit now. Yeah, he's running, uh, you know, Adrian and Leighton Rob's got. Yeah. Squeak got the rest of them up here. No shit. Everything north of 44. So when they, whenever, when Capital bought APAC, did they get Bait City too? No. Bait City is stayed APAC. APAC. APAC kept Bait City and they kept Harrisonville. Yeah. Those are the only two still under the APAC name. And then APAC's the rest of the way in Arkansas and Kansas. Everything yeah. else in Missouri's capital as far as that company went, but. And I tell you what, I it has been a them guys going there Bait City and they work every single day, but it has been a long damn time since I've seen a truck come out of there loaded. So really? I don't know what they're doing. 
It's hard to say. Hell, it may be reclaiming some bitch. Could be. You know, it's like at, at New Quarry opened up M and M. I think that's yeah. what they call it. Just right there on Snow Road. Yeah. In the old quarry. Yeah. They're gonna start crushing everything else that they missed. Well, I'd say there's plenty of it. Oh, there's a lot left. No, I mean like at that uh, at Myrick Station ledge. Hell, they just shot it and shoved it in the corner. Hell, they never did crush it. Yeah. And then that uh, what the hell was the other one? The other White Rock. Myrick Station was kind of a dirtier rock. Yeah. Uh, shit, I don't remember what the hell they called it. Hell, it's been seven, eight, nine years since I worked in damn quarry. Yeah, it was. I worked there from. I worked there in the spring of seventeen. No, sorry, I worked there in the spring of eighteen. I don't really no. remember shit other than seventeen. I didn't work there in seventeen. Hell, I'd farm my whole damn life till I went to work in fucking quarry. Yeah, and then I went back to farming. You know, I'd, I. That's what I did. I was wanted to work in a rock quarry. I thought, man, that'd be so fun. It wasn't. It working in the quarry itself was okay. It was three quarters of the week I was up there at the asphalt plant because they were short a guy. That got old. I mean, that got old. But I still had fun with it for a few months. I was there, and I was. I said, "Fuck this." You know, they wouldn't ever move me full-time to the quarry. They always want to keep me at the asphalt plant. So I well, said, fuck this, I'm out of here. And I went and started building bridges. And There for a while, you were pretty well the head motherfucker there at the asphalt plant. No, I wouldn't say head motherfucker. I was, for a good stretch, I became the main operator around there. Until I decided, fuck this, this is boring. But I wasn't ever, I wasn't ever running the plant. Oh, you I didn't did. care to run the plant. I could if I needed to, but I never did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I sat around there and I watched him push... Push enough buttons and show me what to do that I could have took over in an absolute emergency. Right, you know, kept if, it running. If something shitty absolutely happened, like if Jason went off to the hospital that day, I could have took the plan over. Well, which with you around there, anything was possible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I gave that up and I went and started building bridges. I did that for six months. Went and built one in Iowa. Uh, if you... Uh, if you have me listen to this and you live anywhere around Grand Junction, Iowa, if you cross the bridge on 30 Highway, I would no longer cross it anymore. Just drive through town because I have seen how that bridge was built. I question it myself every time I drive over it, and I've drove over it two or three times since I quit that job. So I would say the, the signs show a weight limit of 50 tons, but I would say it's got a good solid weight limit of about three and a half. <laughs> it's pretty fucking questionable. You're not you're not giving yourself much credit. Oh, believe me. I did, all I did was tie bar and pour concrete. But uh, looking at the engineering involved in that, not good pretty driver. damn questionable. Not good driver. Not good. Huh. I'd say that bridge has probably got a good 10, maybe 12 years left in it before it just flat out falls on the railroad tracks. Really? People put a lot of confidence in bridges. After, they do. After looking at them and knowing how they're built, I'm fucking white-knuckling it driving over a river. Ah, hell. That's, whenever I was in the quarry, they switched me from the quarry to a mechanic job there for... About six months before I left that place. And uh, 
I, I had to go work on some shit on some bridges, and I, I'll agree with you. Yeah. It's, the shit that they do out there is pretty sketchy. I mean, I guess it holds up. I mean, shit, it holds, well, holds 85,000-pound semis all the time. When Arkansas shut down the I-40 bridge over Mississippi River because the son of a bitch was literally falling in the river. Yeah. I drove over that about three weeks before they shut that bridge down and wouldn't have ever known anything was wrong. With what? I drove over a pickup. Oh, with pickup. Going to Alabama. I didn't know if it was one of the time. Had so I knew you drove your semi to the dunes that time. I didn't know how you guys went down there. Oh shit, that's fourteen hours apart. Uh, I got gotcha. you. The dunes, Waynoka, Oklahoma. Waynoka. I didn't know where you went. Uh, yeah. I, well, you still haven't said a goddamn thing. I'm waiting to talk. Tanner won't shut the fuck up. You just fucking jump in whenever the hell you feel just like. Just interrupt his fucking dumbass. <sighs> Yeah, look, fat fucks doing it. Yeah, he's jumping. Fucker is not here. <laughs> Ain't none of us fucking skinny here, you dumb bastards. Except for Cheyenne, she's pretty skinny. Three of us could plug up a revolving door. <laughs> I'll do that by myself anyway. Yeah, no. When we went to the dunes, we uh, I hopped on thirty five and went to Emporian and drove fifty and come in Oklahoma back way because I didn't really feel like going through that scale house and getting arrested because I was. One, I was over length to even be in their state. It, I guess I called down there because I was going to try to do it legal. 65 foot from bumper to bumper is all you are. Well, I was 72. Oh, yeah. Hell, your trucks. I got my trucks, 280 wheelbase, which the damn thing slid all the way back. Yeah. Uh, it was a 60 foot trailer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many rigs did you have on that trailer? I had three razors and two four wheelers in it. Was that Shaq's pulling trailer? No, that was Goody's pulling trailer. Oh, Goody's. Yeah. Stayed in it. It was, you know, it, it surprised me. I mean, I knew it was October and it's essentially winter, but it got fucking cold down there at night. No shit. I mean, we went from having, the, in the middle of the day, we went from having an air, air conditioner on to we left space heater on all night. Yeah. It was Do you guys sleep in the trailer then? I guarantee it. Do what? Do you guys sleep in the trailer then? Yeah, the trailer's got living quarters in it. Yeah. Up on the top deck. All right, Reggie. He's done talking for a minute. You can jump in here anytime. Speaking of razors, what do you plan on doing today with yours? Well, probably the same thing I did last time. Let's see how fast it'll drive. It'll go 92 for sure. It will. My Ranger will not run that fast. Yeah, it will. It'll also broadside the middle of a paved highway. I'll get some Pathfinder. No, I, uh, a kid I know had never been around a side-by-side in his life. I was like, he's extremely socially awkward, doesn't hardly speak to anybody, but he's a good enough guy. I said, hey, get in. He goes, no, I don't really want to. I said, I didn't give you the option. I said, get in. <laughs> could brandish a firearm at him. Yeah. So he puts his harness on. known to do that. We pull out of the driveway where we're at, set her out in the middle of a paved highway, just set him back. Front end's doing everything but coming up off the ground. He was fucking tired and stretched out. And so we come around this corner, and the guy who owns the house, his wife and one of her friends was on some fucking moped. They just pulled out of the highway for us. So I was like, okay. I come around him, put the hammer down, set it broadside in the middle of the highway. I didn't realize we was broadsided for one until the fucking steering wheel hit full lock. Two, 
there's a car coming at us from the other way as we're passing somebody. So I am pretty well sliding in between both of them at this point. He doesn't say a fucking word. I get it turned around, sit back in the driveway. He steps out. No shit. Pants up. Pants full of shit and everything. Throws up. <laughs> Had never been around one before in his life. He goes, I don't think I want to ride in these anymore. I was like, ah, okay. I mean, we was, I was shithouse drunk. I went golfing at 8 o'clock that morning. Well, sounds like he's a bigger buzzkill than Buzz Killington. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty good buzzkill. You know you're not allowed to leave the golf course without being Shit know, two house. times the legal limit. Well, yeah. If I'm not 1.6 when I leave the golf course, I got a bad day. It was failed at the start. It happens. What else you got, nickel nuts? <sighs> I'm going to need help loading my truck this week. I'm busy. <laughs> no. You didn't help me carry my fucking fridge in the basement yesterday, you dickhead. You had a good neighbor do it for you. Yeah, I ain't no yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, good neighbor. Also known as my little brother. He's not worth a shit for much, but he's a strong back and a weak mind. No, that guy drinks white Gatorade. Smells like nickels. <laughs> and I hate the smell of nickels. <laughs> oh, shit. How long have we been going at this? About 49 Close minutes. to an hour. We yeah. probably better... Probably better cut her off. We gotta go meet the boys, do some riding, drink some we beers. We really ain't even talked about nothing yet. I've just bullshitted with you two for a fucking <laughs> forty-five minutes. That's and all it's this been, is gonna be. It's been pretty common. I mean, that's that's probably what most of this will be, Tanner. Oh, we'll come up with something to actually talk about. Yeah, we'll talk some politics one of these nights. We'll get Tanner my, fired up on taxes. I'll bring my copy of the Anarchist Cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Tanner fired up on some taxes here one of these days. Oh shit. He'll, uh... That's not good. <laughs> Tax evasion is his favorite hobby. No. <laughs> no, Mr. IRS man. It is not my favorite hobby to do. He, uh... He actually paid his taxes for the first time in five years today. You gotta pay him every... No, it's every six. You gotta pay him every six years because on the seventh year you go to jail. So if you pay six years worth of back taxes... You're good for six more. God. <laughs> oh, shit. At least I think that's how that works. I might be headed to jail anyways. Who fucking knows? You probably will by the end of the day. Yeah, just uh, when the IRS man walks up to your house, the only thing you need to ask him is, are those cat three plates? <laughs> is that what you need to ask him? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. No. Is that who that black Tahoe out in the driveway was? Then? <laughs> yeah, out there dipping fuel tanks. <laughs> God, I hope we don't dip my feed truck. <laughs> Turns out cherry flavored diesel is cheaper than wintergreen flavored diesel. Yeah, it is quite a bit. Oh shit! On that note, I think we're gonna cut it off. Uh, yeah. We got shit to do, and by that I mean we got beer to drink. Yeah, but so this is a uh, just a general rundown. We'll have something real to talk about next time. But this was uh, maybe just to laugh and make fun of that mute Reggie that really spoke anything. He said about five words the whole podcast. So yeah. look at him over there looking at me with his fucking glasses and his probably weird dirty. ass bus driver mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no yelling on the bus. No yelling on the bus. Oh shit. Well on that note folks we'll uh Talk to you guys next time. Yeah, next time I'll give you my Paris, Texas story. 
Uh, Just go ahead and end that with that with that quote. Oh shit! I was verbally assaulted waking up in a bank parking lot in Paris, Texas. <laughs>